I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hello, everyone. This is Danica. And this is Jan. And this is Valerie. And today we watched The Night Before Christmas, which that title super misleading because it's not what you think it is. This is a Russian movie um, from... What is it? 1951. And it's like 45 minutes long. So it's not a very long movie. Um, Mom, were you wanting to... Did you, did you think of, of how to do... I think I can. Okay. So. Very, very strange movie. Again, nothing that you are thinking of. Here's, here's the brief spoiler-free plot synopsis. Yes. It is the night before Christmas. And a young or, I don't know, moderately young uh, adult... A man is trying to pursue the the prettiest girl in the village, or you know, uh, I think far. that's right. Yeah. yeah, and he is trying to woo her and court her, and she is basically blows him off and tells him that, you know, unless he brings her, in essence, the the, the term they use, but it was the queen, the shoes of the queen. Sorry, that Steph. yeah, that she that she he has no chance with her, and so. So the plot really centers around that, him trying to to woo her. Uh, in the meantime, can I say it's who br- his mother is? It's, it's a brief spoiler okay, free. Yeah. yeah. So he's just trying to, trying to woo her. A lot of interesting, strange characters. There's some side plots, let's Lots say. Lots of side plots, but very, yeah, very interesting, um, non-traditional, what most, uh, at least the U.S. And, and traditional countries would consider Christmas themes. Yeah, I think it's fair to say the storytelling doesn't feel like it's... Um takes after normal Western cues of how to tell a story. Um, Yeah, so without getting into spoilers, um, what was y'all's initial reaction to it? Mm. I enjoyed it. Um, There was very gossipy moments that it were fun. Um, uh, Would I recommend it, I guess, is what you're asking. Um, I guess it depends on if you're kind of looking for something different. Like, this isn't something I'd put on. Like, oh, it's Christmas like family let's watch this <laughs> russian movie <laughs> but if you're looking for something different like it was enjoyable it wasn't bad um so recommended with an asterisk my reaction i guess initial reaction is very mixed i it was fun to watch it with you all i you know i like some off weird things because i've got you know, I I was exposed to Terry Pratchett. And so I enjoy some things like that, that are kind of like, whoa, kind of out there weird. But this was a little bit beyond that to me. (laughs) And so I, I don't know. I mean, I somewhat enjoyed it. I don't know if I would recommend it. Still a question mark there for me. Sure. Um, Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm sort of in both camps. Like, yeah, it was, enjoyable and weird and i enjoyed parts of it more than i expected to but it's not necessarily a movie i'd rewatch. um and it actually sometimes feels kind of long even though it is very short mm. Mm. um I can, I can. yeah i don't know i think it's interesting and the animation was 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 pretty great um like consider especially considering the age and that it's not coming from a big u.s studio back then you know um yeah i don't know it was interesting it was worth a watch but um i don't know if i'd necessarily recommend it unless you're an animation buff i don't know yeah um but we can get more into that soon 
Let's get specific. So uh, let's start talking about the story and the characters. Um, I guess uh, my my t- I don't have a lot of notes for this. Um, my first my my main two notes with the story um, was that there was lots of narration in the start, and I'm not completely sure how I feel about that. It was probably more than we necessarily needed, or at least it could have been quicker. But then there were parts of it that were kind of funny. Um, yeah, I, and I wonder how much of that gets lost in translation. Yeah, exactly. Because so we we watched it on YouTube because it's free because it's in the public domain, um, and so the quality was you know eh. Um, but then we were just I just pushed the CC button on YouTube, so like I have no idea how accurate those subtitles are. Um, and and there's probably my guess is that there would be some amount of more poetic prose going on than the not super interesting subtitles that they had. I don't know. Um, yeah. What did you guys think of, of, of the story? I would say, that, well, again, the story was very, very strange. And to me, again, it's interesting how cultures differ greatly because again, some of this is more normal in, you know, in other, you know, in Russian culture, but not, is nothing I've been exposed to. So in one sense, I, it, because it was just so different than any kind of story plot and characters that I'm used to, yeah, I, I can't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm not sure what I think. Um, yeah, the, like the, since the story structure was different, like some of the characters that I like, weren't super central to the plot. Yeah. Well, but I guess kind of like the, uh, <laughs> the, I think it was the blacksmith's mother, definitely the witch. Yes. <laughs> she was great. Yeah, yes. She was yes. pretty great. She was one of my favorite characters. <laughs> the da- the daughter was, was pretty funny. I especially like the daughter's intro where she's just talking to herself in the mirror and she's like, Oh, I, why do they think I'm pretty? I'm not pretty. And she's kind of putting herself down a little bit. And then she's like, no, I'm gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> Like her, she's like uh, kind of lamenting, and then her face kind of starts smirking. And yeah, she's like no, I'm great. And yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> hilarious, amazing. And then like the the design of the devil, uh, devils. I guess there's an, another one that shows up uh, that you see briefly. briefly. Yeah, uh, that was fun. Like his little dancing. Like I that loved was his little dancing. The animation was done really well. It was super smooth. Uh, so it was it was kind of fun seeing him move around, like knowing. It, it felt otherworldly the way that they designed him and he moved. So that was fun. And just because you might be going, wait, devil, what? Uh, yeah. It was interesting because the devil shows up at the beginning of this in the sky because he is put off, are very angry and wanting to get back and at have retaliation at the blacksmith who yeah. did a painting that included, you know, some different scenes. But one of in the in the big scene, the devil was getting... It's a very or, unflattering image for the devil. Yes. Yeah. So the devil is not very happy. So now the devil is flying around in the in the night sky and steals the moon uh-huh. because he's trying for to. For a while. For he eventually a while loses because it. Because he doesn't want 
the girl that the blacksmith is pursuing's father to leave the house. Yeah. And he's trying to make it dark so that the father won't leave. Then he does all this stuff with the weather. Yeah. But and anyway. like the, the father like comes out of the house and he has like a friend with him. And friend's like, it's too dark. We shouldn't go. And the father's like, no, nah, we should go. And so then the devil's like blowing wind and stuff to try to like... <laughs> make them not go it's it's kind of it's pretty comical honestly yeah. and actually that makes me remember the the scene with the the dad where he's like the narrator's like he immediately regretted saying yeah. that he should go. <laughs> and so and then with a couple other scenes make me like him too like yeah. he's pretty funny yeah yeah um no the the plot's very it feels like a random series of events basically that happen um and it all kind of comes together and is cohesive overall but it doesn't you don't immediately think that that would follow from that necessarily it's weird yeah you know what now that i think about it in some regards reminds me of shakespeare's midsummer night's dream or something like that Uh that's just a very so the so the dad and the friend go the the friend like the dad and the friend separate to try to find the road or whatever. And the friend ends up like going to a tavern and completely forgetting about his, <laughs> his friend. Yeah. Um, and then the dad ends up, he like goes back to his house, but the blacksmith is there. Cause he went there to try to woo the daughter. And he like, Basically makes the dad leave his own house. But the dad, but the dad doesn't seem to recognize him or the house because of the storm. Well, he recognizes the blacksmith. He recognizes the blacksmith, but not like, the house. Yeah, he's like, the blacksmith wouldn't be at I my house. I think he thought he was going home, but then he's like, well, the blacksmith wouldn't be here. <laughs> so he leaves. And then the blacksmith is trying to woo the daughter. And she's like, obviously not interested in him and gives him like a, a ludicrous thing that he would have to do to win her over, which is to get the, um, yeah, the mean, boots that the shoes that the Tsarista wears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is like the queen. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, yeah. And then we like go over to the witch's house and like a dude comes over and we've been told by the narrator <laughs> that she's seen several dudes. So the dude who's like the head of the village or whatever comes over and is sitting at the table <laughs> And then someone else knocks at the door. He's like, oh, crap, I gotta hide. So ultimately he hides in a bag. That scene this was exact. It's hilarious. It's really funny. Yeah. The animation is good. They're like, <laughs> like whoa, uh, whoa. <laughs> put your coat on. Like, stand behind this jacket. No, you can see your feet. Him, like, struggling to get into the bag. <laughs> she's, like, pushing him in. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And then the deacon's there. And I don't like the deacon. The deacon's way too Kinda horny. Creepy, yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit But the sleazy, deacon's there creepy. for a bit. And he's obviously into her, too. But then someone else knocks on the door. And the deacon's, like, freaking out. And, uh, like, way more than the, the other guy was. And he, he ends up getting put in a different sack. <laughs> and so then the dad is the third guy who shows up. And it's not clear. The girl's dad. Yeah, it's not clear if he is another suitor or if he's just there because he because this is the blacksmith's mom and he thought the blacksmith. But he doesn't want to see the blacksmith. No, but he knows that in the movie it was like, well, if the blacksmith is here, then I know he's not in his house. Oh, right. So, so like, I can go I'm to his head house. Over there. Okay, yeah. So that's why he goes there. And so he's there for a little bit, but then there's a knock and it's the blacksmith and he's like, oh, I don't want to see that guy. I hate that guy. So he gets into the same bag as the deacon and it's just on top of the deacon and doesn't know that it's the deacon. And so he's hiding in a bag. And so the blacksmith guy comes in and then his mom leaves for whatever reason. And he's like, oh, she has these bags. I should take them out. Well, well, 
Okay, okay, okay. It's so much. So you missed that the devil before anybody. Oh, in, I forgot the devil like got in a bag. Slipped into the chimney. That's important. He lost the moon at that point, so now the moon is. Yeah, up. when he slipped in the chimney, it fell out. Yeah, yeah. So the moon was like, "I'm gonna get away." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the. I, I don't know if she could see the devil. It wasn't clear, but he hid once someone knocked on the door, so he yes. was scared of being seen. Yes. So so the, the devil is in a sack. The head of this town is in a different sack. Uh, the deacon and the father are in the same sack. And well, then, they're not in the same sack as the head of town. They're sorry, in a, they're in a, a separate sack, but together. Yes. Yeah. And then so the, there's three sacks. And then the son comes in. And, and he's, he's like, all these sacks. Well, before that, he's like, Oh, why didn't she like me? Like, oh, yeah, he's, he's all, being he's, all He's sad. very morose. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, like, what about these sacks? I'm going to throw them away. Just And then he's like, oh, they're so heavy. Like, no, I have to do it. And uh, then he brings them all out. Yes. And then he ends up leaving t- the two heavy ones in the middle of the street and then takes the smaller one, which he seems to think has his tools, tools in it or yes. something. Yeah. But actually has the devil in it, which is relevant later. We'll talk about that in spoilers yes. um, for this weird movie. Uh, is there, what else happens that isn't spoilers you in all, this movie? Well, isn't this seeming so Christmassy? It's really yeah, not. It? <laughs> it's the night before Christmas, but it has jack all to do with Christmas, honestly. Well, to us. Right. But it I think it's a, a I think it's a Christmas time sort of story yes. in Russia. Like so, there's a whole scene with kind of like uh, Oh yeah, the, the big dance scene. Yeah, the the, the and, well, the and the big dance scene where there's a whole bunch of people and they're like dancing and doing some cool dances and there's that big um There's like a head of a goat with horns on top, you know, yeah, that yeah, that's it's cool. Okay. Very, very strange. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's called Kol- Yaki. and so that's what we see that in the movie. And yeah, that yeah, looks weird to us, but like that is a, a, a Russian tradition. Of, yeah, uh, singing carols, and I guess according to tell that side, it's, it's like um, you sing carols like threatening the the people in the house of like the bad things that will happen during the year, and the people give the carolers a gift. And if it's good enough, they they start to sing the good things that will happen for the rest of the year. So um, I think that's why there's sacks around. Yeah. And people are wondering what's in the sacks as in like, what did they get for these carolings? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that um, makes sense. Okay. So, so we, it, it seemed weird to us, but yeah, in it, they have uh, the the thing with the horns was, was something that was kind of threatening them. Um, the, the people who do the caroling dress in a frightening way, like with horns and furs. Uh, and so that's part of the Koliaki is that the costume is part of that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. So that's why if you want to kind of learn a bit more about things or kind of open to to being like, oh, this is different. Like, yeah, I would, I would watch this. Yeah. Like it's really, it's really interesting both in terms of the animation and in terms of, yeah, just this cultural, cultural this cultural stuff that is completely unfamiliar to us, but it's. Very interesting. Was there anything um, else with the story or characters and anything with voice acting in particular that you guys wanted to mention? Um, I guess I, since I don't know a lot of the voice actors, there's nothing, there wasn't really anything stand out. Sure. The girl was funny the, with the animation again where her turn, she's like, no, I'm, I'm cute. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Though they all seem to do a fine job, but there, yeah, there wasn't anything that particularly stood out to me for from the voice acting front. Same here. Um, animation, we already kind of talked uh, some about that. Um, was there any other notes that you guys had with how the animation was? No, one thing that I really liked 
that different than traditional Western. Mm-hmm. I like that most of the people were were not some skinny, you know, oh, drop sure. They were just very full figured and and looked. I mean, very attractive, the the women and the men. And so there were yeah, no... Yeah, so, so this film actually features heavy use of rotoscoping. And do either of you know what that is? No. Uh, I remember the term. Okay, so, so rotoscoping is basically someone recorded live action footage. And then the animation basically draws over that. Like, they can change some stuff, but, like, they're using that as their base to try to get more realistic movement and stuff. And you definitely feel that in this. Like, all the human characters have very realistic movement. Um, And so, yeah, there was heavy use of rotoscoping in this. Also want to mention, while we're on the subject of the animation, is that the um, creators of this film are Valentina Broomberg and Zenaida Broomberg, and they are known as the Broomberg sisters and referred Uh. to as the grandmothers of Russian animation. This is not their only film that they made, um, and they they made several films that that are considered, like, really great pieces of animation um, in Russia that just most of us here in the West have never heard of, but they are well known over there. For the rotoscoping thing, like in the beginning where it's dark, like it really felt like those were real people. Yeah, yeah. To me, they looked just... The way that they moved. Yeah, the environment and all of that, I'm like, that could, that, that feels like your brain could see them as real people just because everything is like darker and things like that. Yes, yes. So that was... That makes sense. That's very cool. But I guess what I really enjoyed was that the shapes uh, of all the people were not like Barbie doll and Ken-ish figures, which is an unrealistic body type. Right. It was almost no. To they me felt like, like real people. Exactly, like real people. Very, you know, att- attractive. The girl, you can certainly see why. You know, supposedly she was was you know pretty and fair. The mother yeah. that was the witch. Uh, but again, I love it because unlike traditional western barbie doll-ish figures with you know huge teeny waist huge busts all that kind of stuff sure it was yeah i yeah yeah um what would this movie have been like if it were live action do you think and do you think you would have enjoyed it as much um for most of it i think it could have been live action i i would be curious what the devil would look like yeah uh they they could have done something different and i i liked the design here so i think that could tip it to being better or worse you'd have to have very big bags too for someone (laughs) for someone to actually get in that's true and then it would be even more unbelievable that a guy could actually lift those bags with people in them. Well, and I don't think it would transfer well to live action, even because of all the fantastical elements, like the capturing the moon, the, the weather would most of the stuff with the devil is like, yeah, yeah, of course the devil, you know, flying, flitting around in the sky, then on the ground, the weather scenes, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Would have with the wind being like, I am making this wind to turn you, turn you around. Yeah. Yeah, I I think if it were live action, especially if it were made back in this time period, all of the more fantastical elements would be a lot harder to swallow because the effects just most likely would not be there to make them seem at all real. Um, And, and I think, I think the use of rotoscoping helps ground this film and make it feel realistic but then because it is animated, you can still buy the fantastical elements. Yeah. yeah. But again, I, your original question, what do you think about the animation? I think it was really well done. Yeah, same. 
Um, anything with sound design that stood out to either of you? I don't think anything really stood out. I don't even remember the music that well. Yeah, it was... If there was any... There was definitely music, but it was... I mean, it was classical type. Just sort of... It seemed fine. Yeah. It didn't stand out to me. Same I don't even me. remember them singing carols that specifically. Yeah, not really. But, yeah, I guess... I, I, I'm I curious if there was some traditional sort of tunes that I just didn't recognize. Yeah. Maybe they they made use of that. That would make sense to me. But yeah, nothing was off putting. But again, nothing really really stood out. All right. Well, let's go to the part of our podcast that it, it is named after. How does it hold up? Um, there was really just. I mean, the the main thing, the main ism at least that stood out to me was just when he was trying to lift the sacks. He was like, "What a woman I am," um, which is you know that's gross. Yeah. Um, but I mean, how. Yeah, what do you guys think about how does the film hold up? <laughs> yeah, same same part where he's like, I can't even lift these sacks. I'm such a girl. It's like, okay. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and the there was nothing else that really stood out, I don't think, as an ism. I don't think there was any kind of use of technology or anything else that, you know, doesn't translate. It was a rural community somewhat. I don't know. Yeah. yeah small I, mean, I would say it's countryside for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, well, then let's go to our spoiler alert. Skip to 28 minutes and 55 seconds. All right, so spoiler wise, um, I guess I already basically kind of went through beat by beat the story up to this point, so let me finish it off. The blacksmith is sad. And Just and like, try and talks to talks to the girl one more time, and she's like, "I need I need those shoes." And then he's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna go kill myself because I don't want to do this doesn't... anymore." And so he runs off, and he leaves the two sa- the two big sacks in the middle of the road, but takes the small sack, and then he ends up at a wizard's hut, and talks to the wizard, and then. Nothing seems to really happen with that conversation. And then he leaves. I think he just intimates that he has the devil. He's like, well, what can I do? You Like, you're the one that has the devil on your sure. back. Sure. And so he goes outside and the devil comes out of the sack and comes on his back and is whispering into his ear. And he's like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. And then the devil gets off of his back and he grabs the devil's tail and is like, ha, now you'll do what I want. Yes. And so he's like, you're going to take me to uh, St. Petersburg so I can get those shoes. Meanwhile... The 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 girl and her girlfriends, um, not. I wish they were girlfriends, but you know. Anyways, uh, they find the sacks on the ground and they're like, "Oh, let's take these. Oh, they're really heavy. Let's go get a sled." And then a drunkard comes by, and he tries to pick up one of the sacks, can't do it. So he finds a friend, and they both take the sack. This is the sack that we find out uh, in a little bit that has the uh, dad and the deacon in it. Yeah. They take it to a house. There's a woman in the house, and she's very mad with them and tries to hit them with like a, a broom or something um and then they end up untying it and the Bob. dad comes out and he just basically laughs about the whole situation yeah. <laughs> yeah. um and then the deacon comes out and he's like oh she had the deacon that's just like her he's yeah. just like yeah this sounds like the solica i think is yeah, the, the yeah. witch the deacon just nopes out of there yeah the yeah. deacon's like like gets out of the bag and then just slips right on out that, door. that door yeah he is He's a sleazy guy. Sleazy yeah. Guy. Um, and then, oh my gosh. They get the sled. 
Yes. The friends. Yes, they get the sled, they bring the other sack to their house, and that has the head of the city guy. And <laughs> they then the dad comes home um, and before the guys come out of the sack. And it's like, oh, well, let's open it. Because at this point, he's expecting that there's a dude in there because he already was in a sack <laughs> and there was another dude in the sack. And of course, the head of the state comes out and, he's kind of, and they kind of like make very, very awkward small talk for a second. And then the head guy leaves. And, and then the dad's like, wow, why did I ask him that dumb question? Yeah. <laughs> Because so he asked what kind of, yeah, what kind like of. Like how he shines he, his shoes or something like shoe, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the blacksmith flies on the devil over to St. Petersburg, and then the devil turns into a really sick looking horse. Yeah, really cool looking And he rides horse it stallion, through, and then he's stallion. like, we can't go straight to the palace. I gotta talk to these other guys first for some reason. So he talks to the guys, and the devil's the devil whispers in those guys' ears, and they're like, okay, yeah, we'll take you to, to the. Sarista. Sarista. So they go to the palace and he's like, wow, what a cool palace. Yeah. And then they like go <laughs> through some. Struck. Yeah. And they go through some doors and the animation on the doors is really interesting. It seems like it's paper cutouts as the doors like open. Yeah. They did seem flat. It was. Yeah. Really yeah. It was. Yeah. It was an interesting choice. And he goes and he basically just goes up to the Sarista and is like, I really love your shoes and would love to give them to my wife. Or, yeah, what, or what material? Yeah. How would, you know, what and is she's basically And she's basically like, oh, you're so basic. Basic and I, it's kind of delightful to me. I'm gonna give you some of my shoes, some of these even, other shoes that I'm not wearing. Not even just any. Oh of the no, shoes. but gold the most ones. Expensive <laughs> shoes that I have. Yes. Give it to this boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, and then he just in the middle of the ballroom, the devil, the devil goes underneath him and he flies out. Yeah. So yes. then, and then the movie ends. He goes back and um and like proposes to the father. Yes. And, and, so offer, and can, offers a belt or something. And uh-huh. he, yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, "You can beat me or whatever." Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that's. I'm guessing that that is like part of a traditional like thing. I don't know because he gives him the 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 whip, whip. and then the but the the dad doesn't use it as a whip. He like folds it and then like kind of lightly taps his yeah, back three times. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, this seems fine. Yeah. And then the daughter comes in and he's like, look, I got these shoes. And she's like, oh, I don't even care about the shoes. And they kiss. Yeah. Because I, when the, the uh, blacksmith at the night before was like, uh, you're never going to see me again or whatever. Later, she which felt at bad. first seems like vague, but then he like basically has said, "I'm not going to be in this world." Like he's basically like, "Yeah, I'm going to kill myself." Yeah, she was like, "Oh, did I did I treat him too harshly?" And I guess she felt bad, and then she's like, "And it's like, girl, you're not responsible for how much he's overreacting to you being uninterested." <laughs> I know, but she she has a change of heart or whatever. Night, so, but yeah. then she by just, the, yeah by the morning, she's like, "I don't even need the shoes." Like, I love you, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, she was also seeming to acknowledge that he loved her and he would do anything for her. He loved her more than anyone. I sure, don't know. Sure. sure, I mean, he like he conquered knows. the devil or whatever yeah. and flew to St. Petersburg and <laughs> talked to the queen and got <laughs> shoes, so I, I guess. Um, you could do worse with the dude, but also make him change that hair, girl. It is yeah, such very, an unattractive haircut. like a bowl cut. It's like a high bowl cut. Like, it's a bowl cut, but also there's like space all around underneath it. And it looks terrible. I hate it. Um, yeah, that was the spoilers. I don't know. Did you guys have anything else to say with the spoilers? I don't think so. No. And I think that pretty much wraps up the story because then that's how it the, wasn't the long. story. No, it wasn't. Like, And yeah, like most of this podcast is just explaining this weird movie. But like, that. yeah, like I don't know what else to do. It's a weird movie. Interesting, but very weird. Um, I guess 
That's it for spoilers. So now um, let's talk um, about favorites. Okay. Um, What was your least favorite scene? Hmm. Least favorite Mm -hmm. scene? Um, I don't think there's anything that I was totally off put by. Uh, There wasn't a lot. Since you guys are thinking, my least favorite scene was the one in which the deacon was talking and moving around. Yeah. I didn't like him, and so I didn't like the scene where I saw him the most. I I guess I'd have to agree otherwise, because, yeah, I've got a favorite and least favorite character. (laughs) Yeah, I would have to. I'm going to chime in. I'm going to, you know... I'm going to third that <laughs> because it, because he was, you know, like being touchy and handsy with her, yeah. you know, was saying, you know, whatever your arm. And he was just such a, a sleazy, creepy yeah. character, especially since he was presented himself as this holier than thou deacon. Yeah. That just really bothered me. Yeah. He is gross. Yeah. He's um, like, what do you have there? And she's like, that's my arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was touched. her neck. Well, well no, he did that. Oh, okay, okay. And then he did the touch the back of her neck. Right. And she was like, that's like it's my... a neck and I've got a necklace. Yeah, but it's like a dude just like touching you. And yeah. Like, yeah. Get off me, man. But also like, I mean, they've done it before. <laughs> so. Sure. But anyways, um, favorite scene. Favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sick horse was really cool. That sick horse was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, the city was really nice. Like, it was yeah. the juxtaposition between the countryside and the city with, like, the carriages and the lights and, like, the extravagance of the palace. Um, my favorite... Uh, I guess my favorite scene in general is just her shoving those dudes into the sacks. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, that whole part was pretty great. Besides the part with the deacon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just trying to think what was my favorite, um, I think. Well, I think one of my favorite was with the dad, with the different, uh, when he got out of the sack, and then the deacon comes out of the sack, and him, him is just, just attitude like, oh. like, oh, that's so like her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He just, yeah, he no, just that was pretty delightful. Yeah. Um, Least favorite character. Deacon. 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 <laughs> that one's easy. We'll, we've already talked about yeah. him. Favorite character. I'm torn between the dad and the witch. Mine is the dad, I think. T- t- tell me about the dad. I think I like the dad because he was so non-judgmental and he was just so, I don't know, kind of like uh, accepting of I'm lost in there. It didn't seem to hold anything against his friend who abandoned him. Right. <laughs> And then it was like, he was so non-judgmental of, of the blacksmith's, you know, mom. It's just like, oh, so like her. And, you know, oh yeah, of course she'd have, you know, whatever, him and whatever. And then too, is even with his, his daughter, I don't know. He was just, he was just an interesting, I want to say jovial, somewhat of whatever, but just, I don't know, positive, good hearted, I don't know, interesting guy. Sure. And it was relatable. And yeah. like the devil was like. If it if it's so dark, he's too lazy to leave. Yeah, and, and whenever... he's like, "No, I'm gonna do it though." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, "I regret it though." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like agreed. That's why I find him delightful. Like his arc through the story, or arc, I don't know if he's sure. changed, but sure. just like how you see him, he's like, oh, "I'm just gonna chill out with that lady." And he yeah. comes in, he's like, "Give me some vodka." Like it's so cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No. Seems pretty chill. So is um, he your favorite? I think so. Otherwise, the witch would be. Yeah, I think based on how she's described, the witch would be my favorite. But then she doesn't actually get a whole, whole lot to do. Especially yeah. like, especially 
talking and seeing her personality. Fair. So based on like the characters that we actually get to get a sense of their personality by watching them, yeah, I think I agree that the dad was was the most fun. Yeah. And and part of why I liked him was because of his stance on her. Like of being like, oh, that's so her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I don't think we mentioned she's not just the witch. Like the town doesn't just call her the witch. In the beginning, oh, yeah, she's she, legit yeah. flying on a broom and you yeah. see her she's like, yeah. come in through the chimney and it's amazing to see her crawl out of there and yes. just, like, put stuff back. Yeah, no, she's legit a witch. It doesn't have too much bearing really on anything but she is a witch yeah so that was fun yeah all right well now we move on to the section what character would tim curry have played if he were in this movie <laughs> now obviously this is a russian animated movie but still if yes. tim curry if they made a dub of this movie and tim curry were playing a role what role all right i think the best character for tim curry would be the dad Again, I think because he's my favorite character, but also because Tim Curry has such an incredible, booming voice, (laughs) I can just see him having this great chuckle, not a maniacal laugh because he's not an evil character. Yeah, when he's talking about her, like, oh, that's so Exactly. I think, oh my gosh, he'd have this such a resounding, I think he would make such great expressions. I can also see him getting into the sack. I could see him (laughs) getting out of the sack and kind of like, oh, the deacon. I I know. I just think he would, he would make a great dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the devil didn't talk Not, at all, did the, de- it? The, te- the devil did talk because oh. the devil has a voice actor, but it was basically just like when he was whispering. whispering in the guy's ears. Yeah, that that could, it could be. The role maybe. could be fun, but yeah, as written, he didn't, didn't have talk, a lot. really. Or maybe another uh, kind of bit part of the dude that he was. Yeah, yeah, one of those guys that he would talk to in the city. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so like one of those guys, maybe. Yeah, I guess. He's such a a voice. I wouldn't want him to take tons away from it. Sure. Uh, so so I I feel like maybe one of those smaller side things. Okay, but consider if he was playing the blacksmith. consider how that would be him like like waxing poetic about how he's going to leave this world in tim curry's voice that's true that'd be kind of amazing that is true kind of great and then him like wrestling with the him like doing stuff um later in the movie with um with certain characters and and maybe like he could be i could be pretty interesting at least yeah i can see that that or the drunkard guy. The the one that's trying to get this. Yes. That's good. That's funny. <laughs> that would yeah. be a fun little part. Yes, Especially yes. when he's fighting with a woman yeah. inside. They're having this big battle. Yeah. That would. Yes. Yeah. Mm, so many. Lots of options. Lots of good Tim Curry options in this one. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's go on to our overall consensus on the movie. Um, both would you recommend it and where you would put it on a five star scale. Who oh, wants to points, go first? Five point scale. I don't think you've ever really oh. said stars. It's this. What? What does it matter <laughs> if it's points or stars? I I I don't say two and a half stars. Do I? Sure. It's yeah. Sure. It's points. Five watermelon scale. Thanks for being pedantic, Valerie. You're welcome. Who wants to go? You know, Valerie gets to go first. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it was an enjoyable movie. I would recommend it, but like asterisks and in situations where you are kind of open to trying something new 
Uh, like, I wouldn't throw throw kids in front of this movie. Sure. <laughs> like, have fun, children. Like, there'd be some cool parts I think they'd enjoy, but they might not, like, be really like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Um, how many points do I rate this? Or what do I give this? Okay. I enjoyed it overall. There, it was it was short, but I mean, it's not necessarily a mark against it. Uh, I don't think I'd watch it again, though. I think I'll give it uh, three and a half stars. For what it is, it's good. So you like this more than Return of Jafar? <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I'm just saying. But I mean, like character-wise, sure. like like at least with Return of Jafar, like jazz, like things were lacking. Jasmine was lacking, sure. stuff like that. And I guess. In that case, I am, I am comparing that movie to the other Aladdin movies. Sure. To this, as a movie by itself, I did I didn't feel like anything was super lacking in it. As a story, there were some random things, but nothing like I don't get why this was was here. It doesn't make sense. So yeah, I'd say three and a half. I'm gonna go three and a half. All right. So, mom. Hmm. I think based on the artistic creation you know, of this, of this movie, I think I would give it a 2.5 because I think the animation was well done. Again, the, uh, the voice acting, the music, the storyline was very strange to me, but I think it was, that's just because I'm not used to these traditions and this culture. It was a fun and there was a lot of, even with reading captions, I mean, to me, it had, a strong enough story that even though I didn't understand obviously any of the dialect um, and language, I could still read and and, and enjoy and, and laugh and and have fun watching this movie even with reading captions. So because of that, to me, that shows strength. Uh, it I would say two point five. As far as recommendations, I certainly would not recommend it for a family because I, I think it would go over you know kids heads you have to be able to read the subtitles to understand the plot like if you can't you're not going to get what's going on right um and so that's a lot of reading which for a young kid isn't going to happen yeah but i i think i would recommend it for adults who definitely want something different and definitely are interested in other cultures yeah all right i would go with a two um which is what i put all dogs go to heaven as it's not as flawed as all dogs go to heaven uh, is even though I again like all dogs go to heaven. I know I have to keep reiterating this because I know I rated it low, but I do still like the movie. Anyways, this movie, um, like I enjoyed. I don't think I'd probably go back and watch it. I think it's definitely worth watching. I recommend it for people who are interested in animation, um, and interested in seeing what how other countries do it. You know, like this is not a film that a lot of people who are really into Western animation ever have seen, and anyone who's into anime obviously would like. This is. Definitely a foreign film that most people haven't seen, but it's interesting. And um, for uh, for animate for for people who are into animation, I would recommend trying it out. And for people who are interested in like understanding other cultures, I think it's worth seeing. I think it's a mo- it's forty five minutes. It's not a whole lot of your day. Yeah, I think it's worth checking out um, at least to just see what it's like. And then if you don't like it, like if you didn't waste even an hour of your time. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I recommend it, um, but I probably wouldn't watch it again, so I'm gonna go with two. Yep. And same here. I don't I wouldn't need to watch it again. <laughs> Alright. Well, um and that is gonna wrap it up for us today. 
Um, next time, we'll see a classic Christmas tale brought to life by some puppet pals. Ooh. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I am so excited. Uh, oh my gosh. I love you, mom. Uh, thanks for everyone for listening. See you next time. Thank Bye. you. Love y'all. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 279-0566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.